What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the RNR Potter Film. And we're continuing this train of Star Wars, and we're going to be talking about the final movie in the prequel trilogy Revenge of the Sith. I almost said Revenge of the Shit because I'm still <laughs> all about that Zach and Miriam in my head. Um, episode three. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is the Sith Master himself, Mr. Cody. We pass. How you doing, man? That that is more like it. I would welcome being a Sith more than a Jedi Master. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's uh, let's just dive right into this. I I've been starting the last few times. Let's uh, what is uh, what is one of your goods? You and McGregor. It's time. It's time to give him his props. The dialogue is still bad <laughs> in this movie. All the prequels, the dialogue is not very good in all the movies. Uh, this one, uh, oh, we didn't even give our scores in <laughs> Attack of the Clones. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it, they're bad. Anyway, but Ewan McGregor, his performance, especially in the third act, uh, once he... Uh, once he finds out what Anakin's done, uh, especially after Yoda tells him uh, only pain uh, you will seek or only pain you're, you will see something. Uh, when he tells him he shouldn't look at the security footage, uh, his performance there when he's talking to Yoda about that he could not kill Anakin. He's like his brother. Uh, and then especially at the end, I know uh a lot of people are on the fence about uh, Hayden Christensen's performance in this movie as well as the last one. Uh, I thought he held his own in that third act, especially in the dialogue, like the back and forth. But Ewan McGregor shined, especially in his nail-at-home scenes where he's trying to drive uh, his dialogue in. And that, that is easily one of my favorite things about this movie. Same. Um, I don't I even know where to start. Palpatine for you. Yeah, I want to start with that then. Yeah, I'll start with pa- uh, Mr. Paps. Um, man, uh, Ian McDermott, man. Like, listen, I've always been a fan of the Emperor, um, even with the 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 non Ian McDermott Emperor and re- um, Return or not Return Empire Strikes Back before they replaced him. The, the weird cat eye version of him. <laughs> I still try to figure out who that guy was, but um, I just love the whole idea of this character who has just been behind the scenes, manipulating everything to get to a certain point. And it really comes together in this movie. Um, and just, and I, I, I know this is a meme. And it's been a meme for a long time. I mean, there is a Kanye West album that came out a few years ago. And it's just like this cover is like, I guess it's like a mountains or a valley. And it has like writing on it. And that's the album cover. Uh, Someone took that album cover and just replaced it with the full speech of uh, Darth Plagueis the Wise and the whole story. And I just always found that really funny. But I love that story. It's cool to know where he came from. And, you know, who trained him and just, you know, kind of putting that into Anakin's head about being able to bring people back to life. His performance in this film is amazing um, when he is getting destroyed by uh, Mace Windu. When you think, um, you know, Mace has got got a hand on things. <laughs> Get it? Um, probably not. But uh, if you if you know what I mean, <laughs> he gets his arm chopped off. Um, 
uh, just everything about it, just to, to do it, you know, just in the beginning where he's manipulating Anakin, even in the beginning of the movie where he tells him to kill Count Dooku. I mean, there's just he's just awesome. I think he's my favorite thing besides uh, besides um, Ewan McGregor. Like, he's just great. Um, Ian McDermott as uh, Emperor Palpatine, um, Sheev, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, who we'll get to see again in Rise of Skywalker, which I'm so happy about. I'm thrilled that's happening. <laughs> he is. Uh, he was playing chess while everyone else was playing checkers. Yes, sir. That's a great uh, way to put it. Always two steps ahead, no matter what. And he could always just manipulate whoever he wanted to and whoever he needed to. To stay multiple moves ahead where he, he was always the one making the moves. Like it's a masterful masterful performance, not only by him, but they they done his character so well. Like the first two movies, I thought he was really good, but the character moments weren't that great. But in this movie, it really drives it home. Like he's he's incredible. Uh, another thing that I really enjoy is the massive improvements in production design. This movie does not look like it was made by a 12-year-old on color book day. Uh, It actually looks good. Now, there's still some scenes that don't don't look that good, but uh, specifically the third act, I'm going to talk about that pretty much the whole time. Uh, That entire scene, the entire last... 30 minutes of this movie, uh, whether you're talking about the Yoda Palpatine uh, saber fight uh, or you're talking Obi, Obi-Wan and Anakin, everything, it's just beautiful. Like, it, it is easily the standout 30 minutes of the prequel trilogy. No, agreed. Agreed. Um <sighs> There's one... <sighs> There's just I wish I wish there was just a lot more of the Trade Federation guys in this movie. I miss those guys. I swear I to God. We, I just wish we would have got the dialogue from Rogue One that we got in. Yeah. I, I wish we would have got the Rogue One dialogue in this movie. Yeah. The Rogue One Oh, I cannot wait to talk about that movie. But the dialogue in this movie is what holds this. This is still a good movie. Like, it's still a good Star Wars movie. I know some people really don't care for it. Uh, They are passionate about the things that they do not like about it. Uh, I still really like it. But the dialogue is what holds it back from being a top three Star Wars movie for me, uh, just because especially the the first act of this movie, it is just everywhere. And the dialogue is not very good. It's just like the little banter, like when they they're they're trying to escape and they get caught in ray shields and, and they're like, Ray Shields? How did I not see this coming? I'm just like that <laughs> That's bad. That's I, I don't know how they that, like I don't know how some of the stuff, which granted in the previous films, they talked like when they uh, when they did a pre-screening, they were talking, oh, well, I don't really like that. But, oh, well, we're, we're already here now. You can still fix it. <laughs> I think it's like the whole George. Just, just don't say no to George Lucas. 
Yeah. Nice. You know, like you just don't say no. And like it was just he ran and did his thing. And, you know, I, 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 I the dialogue is just a weak spot, man. Doesn't mean he sucks. Just nope. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, he created this whole bit. I mean, there is no star. We're not we're not talking about this unless it's for him. Unless, you know, he, you know, he doesn't make it. Then we don't see any of this stuff. So, um, uh, it is definitely the strongest of the three. Um, you, oh, you can put the two scores from Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones together, and they equal what my score for Revenge of the Sith is. I love the ending, and I know you talked about the whole, um, you know, the actual ending. Like yeah. after after the lightsaber battle, after. Obi Wan mm-hmm. damn near kills, <laughs> and then he wears his little ass out. He still shows him who Daddy is, but uh, yeah, I the ending to this movie is so good. It it really just tied a bow on the craptastic past two movies, and it tried to present the best present it could. I mean, the muse, the score. Um, in in the last minutes of this movie, just from seeing execute order sixty six and and just the purge, the Jedi purge happening, and then you know you got um, Padme on on that little thing um, having the babies, and then the her her funeral and the another appearance of Jar Jar. Um, I love <laughs> I love the visual of I uh, like them making it look like she's still pregnant and her holding uh the uh I don't even know what it's called what Anakin had made for her in the first film. I love that little that little throwback that she was holding what he had given her in the first film. Yeah, absolutely. Like just <sighs> there's just so much to love about that. And like it just ties like you said, it ties everything together. And, um, you know, being able to see and I know they shot this last scene with Obi-Wan bringing the baby to um, aunt, his aunt and uncle, um, I think during the second movie, the it was either they shot it during Phantom Menace or during Attack of the Clones. I just know it was one of them because it was in the making of I'm a making of. Um, the movie freak like that's all I, I love watching special features on that's why I'll never not buy physical media um, but I just love how they're looking out and there's the dual sons I mean it's just a very staple of Star Wars it's like you see the, the dual sons you think of Star Wars so at the end I have to ask are you more a fan of Obi-Wan's I was your brother, Anakin. I loved you. Or Anakin's, I hate you. Because that's like a huge discrepancy. I I see people that this is like my favorite question to ask for this movie is because both are really good, in my opinion. And I just I, I love hearing which one people like more. Well, there's it's just it's two different things, you know, it's yep. like, but that's the best part. Yeah. I mean, it's <sighs> the performances because you're at two different places. One sad and one is really mad and they both pull it out of like they just kill it, you know, and just the the look that Anakin gives and the spit that flies out of his mouth and 
And, you know, like when he says it and then he kind of like looks, he's kind of like tilts his head down and he's just like, you know, trying to grasp at a thing and his eyes are just bulging out of his head at this point and it, it's it's fantastic but like just the delivery of obi-wan's you know i have the high ground and i get don't try it and then he does it and then he he says you know you were the chosen one you were supposed to be the chosen one you know and um it's just heartbreaking i mean you know the story you knew it going in what was going to happen but how it was going to happen and just the heartbreak that you know he just lost his brother and um, they basically made, they made that battle the best that they could and i was so happy they brought mustafar back um and i know it, it, it's gonna play a big part i think in in um in rise of skywalker i, I have a feeling that we'll hear of mustafar again because i know snoke had a ring um that he was wearing that has a piece of something from uh, vader's castle in mustafar so um that is confirmed so i i, I know that place will um, come back hopefully uh, it's basically Mars and Star Wars <laughs> I I hope it comes back I am all for I, I know a lot of people don't like the prequel but I am all for callbacks to the prequel I, I know I'm weird but I don't know these these movies come out when I was a kid so they have they have a special place in my heart even though two of them are really bad no nah, man no it's 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 the it you love the you love to hate and you hate the love you know it's just one of those things and it's like the Halloween we talk about Halloween man like there's there's some stinkers in the Halloween series but every year or even during we're watching, them. we're watching them you know I watch every single one and um you know and, sadly I still have to watch Halloween 5 and Halloween Resurrection I mean hey man it's it's fun <laughs> it's fun now um, maybe for you well, yeah, I'm, I I don't care. <laughs> it's Halloween. It's my thing. Um, so, what what's your score? We, I know we didn't score Attack of the Clones because we kind of uh, just crapped on it because it, it's Attack of the Clones, so no score was needed. Uh, but this one definitely needs a score. So I do out of ten. You do out of five. So for me, out of yep. ten, I want to give it a seven. I like it. I am giving it a straight four out of five. I really enjoy this movie. The only thing that holds it back for me is the dialogue, especially in the first hour. After that, the dialogue becomes okay because there's so much stuff going on and the dialogue is easily, I guess, easily translated to the screen. So it's the dialogue isn't really that bad. It's not noticeable, but it it could be higher, but... That the the first half of this movie, the dialogue's just it's just too bad. I mean, even the stuff in the little the the ship where um I think uh was it Obi Wan, Mace Windu and Yoda and they're like they're kinda of flying and they're talking about like the chosen one prophecy and just like was he so didn't the prophecy say he was the chosen one? Like just some of the stuff there, so I'm just like ah but hey man, yeah. kids loved well, it back well, in the day. I loved it. So <laughs> yeah, I don't love it now. Now yeah. I'm just like, mm, can we just can we uh, delete this? Like, can I make my own cut and we just delete this? So we have tons of more Star Wars to come. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Rogue One next. Um, no, Solo. Oh, solo we're going to do Solo next. That's right, and then yeah. Rogue One, and then yeah. um, and then we're going to talk about 
the, the OG trilogy. Yes. And then we get into uh, the the sequel trilogy. Um, and that I'm just so pumped to be able to talk about Star Wars uh, with you and, and with all of our friends that listen and and you know, I always wanted everyone to, on Twitter, yes, just anybody. Oh, it's Star Wars. See, with my last podcast, uh, Songs for the Moment, um, we did so right before I think last or was it The Force Awakens or The Last Jedi? One of the two. Um, I had uh, I had um, Nick Giacobbe on with me to talk about our favorite parts of the score. Um, so we both brought five favorite pieces of music from the Star Wars like score overall, and that was a good time. So being able to do this with you doing the movies this time is fantastic. So um, I'm excited to keep time. doing it. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I, I'm a nerd at heart and Star Wars is always been just a huge part of my life. I've always loved, especially the original trilogy. But I, at some point, I've loved all these movies and even the new sequel movies, they've they're Star Wars movies, so they they automatically have a certain amount of love for me. Agreed. Um, you can find us on Twitter at RR Film Pod. Um, did you love this movie? Did you hate it? Let us know there. Um, become a Patreon if you want to hear these. Well, we can't really promote that now. I mean, we could promote it. Um, yeah, I, mean, after I, I hope you're already a patron because if you are, you're listening to these in November. Yes. You don't even have to wait until December as we're like all freaking out. We're literally less than a week away from Rise of Skywalker. And I don't know about everybody else. I, I may be the only one freaking out, but I'm definitely freaking out. No, I'm freaking out. Like, you have no idea. Like, I have. I, I mean, I'm looking at my Rise of Skywalker uh, character poster right now that I got from Force Friday. So um, I, I see that as an everyday reminder that we're getting another Star Wars movie in December. And um, when's that movie come out? Uh, December 19th. If you got early access, well, not even early access, just premiere night tickets. And you should definitely have premiere night tickets always you should always do that should always got that i actually still need to get my premiere night tickets because i have tickets for saturday no why didn't i i have tickets for i have a ticket for premiere night uh and then i have tickets for sunday at an imax where i can get a cool Limited edition poster. Oh, hell yeah, man. And watch it in IMAX. I mean, that's just a win-win. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't beat that, man. Um, I'm actually going to see what time. Uh, yeah, I'm going to look this up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get opening my tickets because, <laughs> oh, there we go. 10.05. I yeah, don't care we, that I have to wake up uh, at like 5 in the morning next morning for work. Um, oh, dude. Well, whenever you get done, we are recording our review because that sucker is going up. Oh, yeah. It's going up ASAP because then we got a review or we got to do our entire franchise ranking. So you've got that to look forward to. So much Star Wars. So much. So much for you. And we're doing Mandalorian. And it's Christmas time. And it's like, Christmas. And Mandalorian. Like, this is insanity. Oh, this is my favorite time of the year. They just happen to throw a nice big cherry with a wonderful, hopefully great Star Wars movie. On our horizon. All right. Well, that is it for us. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. 
And I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to a very special edition of the R&R Potterfield. May the force be with you.